How thick know. is it? Uh, one eighth or. Oh, okay. I think one eighth. I want to say. Cool. I want to like say I also saw numbers like, like three millimeters, so maybe three millimeter. I don't know. Yeah, Fabian would know. Three millimeters is not much. Yeah, I don't know. Right, this would be I would say like five millimeters. <laughs> that that's so not five. So like maybe like a picture, like a mat. A like you centimeter mat is five right? millimeters. Sorry, Jamie. Sorry. What'd you say? What? A, a centimeter is ten. Oh, 10. It's 10. I'm sorry, 10. Right. <laughs> I even knew that one. Well, no, because I was measuring on, a speaker. Guy. I was measuring a speaker, and it was it was three and a half millimeters, which is 35. I know how yeah, many. Yeah, Shut yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Jamie, what'd you say? <laughs> Welcome to Rebel Teacher Alliance, the podcast where teachers rethink student engagement. With Jamie Halsey, Fabian Hoffman, and Scott Kazarian. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to Rebel Teacher Alliance. Uh, we uh, so if you've been a longtime listener, first time caller, uh, then you know that Fabian and I have always said we're going to try to keep this episode reasonably short. So here we go again. Yes. We all got says- on, Jamie included. This has never happened. Yeah, we have tried many times. I don't think it's gonna. I still don't think it's gonna happen. Maybe with Jamie. Maybe maybe we needed know. our Jamie in order to make this. But work. we 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 are we are hacking this right now. There is a timer ticking that I put up so that everybody can see it. And by the way, it's obnoxious. And yeah, it's really yeah. It's the biggest clock I've ever seen. Now, does it do like what it does at church, where it like starts to count? Like negatives, like backwards, like negative. No, it just stops. Oh, it, it just does a, a loud beep, 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 beep. Yeah, because beep, beep, beep. I've seen them before where they just keep going, like, so then the person speaking. I've even seen it at like conferences too. Like, then they know how many oh, minutes <laughs> over they've gone, like, how bad you blew it. It's okay, part of the well. guilt trip. Yeah. Well, no, this, it hasn't this stopped app this actually, for, for people that like to use clocks in their classroom, like timers, is a really good one uh, on the Mac. It's called Red Hot Timer. And it's like, I think, seven bucks forever or three dollars a year if well, you want to subscribe to it. Um, it's good. You can do all kinds of timers. Does it do Which, the by thing? the way, is okay. not much more expensive than a single uh, pumpkin spice uh, cold brew at Starbucks. <laughs> so uh, cold, that's a pre banter inside joke. Brew. I apologize to everyone listening. Pre banter inside With cold joke. Cream. No, everybody gets that joke because so, if you go to Starbucks, yeah. it's so expensive. Six dollars seventy-one. Um, uh, uh, my question about the timer is: It like the timer you and I used to use that you shared with me, where like you can add your own music and all that kind of stuff. Wait, my my thing just. Oh no! Uh, we're oh, recording live, just in case you were wondering, Fabian. This is not yeah, pre-show. Uh, <laughs> wait, I don't know what's happening. It's not okay, well, I'm gonna keep us moving along. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We oh yeah, this is definitely going to end reasonably. All right, so here's our guarantee that we're uh, maybe sort of kind of going to be on a reasonable amount of time for you guys today. But we know that this community has been growing, and we're so thankful for it. So keep listening, keep sharing. Uh, let's jump in. So Jamie, you just kind of got off of like a super high octane Caripo, right? So tell us. I about had an IRL in real life experience with Caripo over two days. So he like came. Uh, he came to my district, 
and he's working with our district to introduce edu protocols to teachers broadly, but we're kind of starting small with our TOSAs and our tech integration people. Mm -hmm. um, so he came in uh, today, but he was in town last night, so I got to hang out with him and have dinner with him, which was a total blast. The dude is full of stories, and if you go back to episode 132, you can listen to yep. all of his amazing stories. Um, Finding our flashy thing, I think is That's right. Yeah. Um, and it was a great episode, and it was a great conversation last night. And then today, he first came to my school, actually, and saw my my class, and he, he actually taught my class along with two others, and he demoed edu protocols for all of the people involved with kind of getting this ball rolling in our district. It was really mm -hmm. fun. So him coming in and doing his Caripo thing and just kind of lighting the room on fire, and the kids were just super into it. They really liked him, um, and they, were, they worked so hard for him, and he's so fast. Like, he can get the yeah. kids to do things so quickly. Like, I'm, I felt like I learned a ton by watching him. Like, I need to step, my, step up my game and get kids doing things even faster. So it was really cool. And then in the afternoon, we had lunch at the district office, and then he did kind of a PD session with us, do, doing a deeper dive into what we saw today and then um, ways to move forward and ideas to kind of get everybody started. Do you remember um, when we recorded really cool. and he kept asking you questions like this is specifically for Jamie? Did he do that yeah. during the PD? Like, oh, Jamie, who's presented <laughs> for me and well, done all these things. It was funny because he sent me this slide deck that he was going to present. And he's like, oh, just add a couple of things. <laughs> Yeah. And so I added a few things, um, and then when it was something I added, he's like, okay, Jamie, talk about this. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there was a lot of being put on the spot, but I, I don't mind. It's fun, and, uh, and he's very gracious about it. Um, but I did get a little flustered in my class because at one point he wanted me to have – uh, to change the uh, permissions on the document that the kids were working on so the kids couldn't work anymore, like make mm -hmm. it view only. And mm -hmm. I miss it. I misunderstood what he was trying to tell me. So the first thing I did was I took it off the screen. And he's like, no, no, no. And then the second thing is I turned the screen off. He's like, no, no, no. And then I finally got it right. But I felt <laughs> ridiculous. Um, and it was so funny. He's like, your teacher's buying you lunch because she can't do this right. Um there and must be a so lot fun. of pressure in there a little bit, right? Because you do a lot of edu protocol talking and presenting. So, like, I'm sure there's a little bit there, even though it's crypto. I mean, and even you know, I – yeah, well, you know, I mean, I totally respect him. So, of course, yeah. I want to do a good job. And then yeah. there are all these district people in there, so I want them to be into it. Oh, they um, And then, you know, there's – there's, Yeah, there's pressure oh um, with, you know, I want my kids to do well. I want my kids to have fun and – um, and all of that stuff. So yeah, it was definitely a high oh, pressure, so he but fun. was sort of putting on he a show teaching. too. He yeah. was teaching my uh -huh. class, but I was kind of assisting. Like I yeah. had my device up. It was I was like uh, an assistant. Um, you were the TA. I was the magician's um, assistant that like mm -hmm. you know holds the tools before he slices the person in half. So exactly. what what did he what did he do? The thing you shared on Twitter is Word Up Wednesday. Yeah, Word Up Wednesday. New. It's a lot of fun. It was actually uh, created by Ryan Stevens. So he did mm -hmm. a lot of shout outs to Ryan. So I tagged him and I asked Ryan if his ears were burning today because he shouted him out a lot. It's really, really fun. So they take a word, um, a vocabulary word. They provide the um, Google definition. They put the definition in their own words. They find mm -hmm. an image, a meme, and a GIF for it. 
Um, and that's that's all it is. That's kind of the pared down version. Ryan Do they bust out as many as they can, or are they just assigned so each one word? group is assigned one word. Um, mm-hmm. And then each person in that group kind of divvied up what they were going to do. Because I only had like okay. less than five minutes to create this slide as a group. And mm-hmm. it was a big like class slide. So they were all in it together. Um, yeah. So he's like, okay, talk to your team. Like who's going to do the meme? Who's going to do the image? Who's going to do the Google definition, etc." So they had to do that. And of course, you know, whenever you start an edge protocol, you want to bring in that low cognitive load. So he said you could do it on anything you want. And he had a Groot sample from <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. So like I had a group that did like bread, which is so funny. I had another group that did. Wait, what's the, what's what, the definition what's for the Google Groot? What's the Google definition? I am Groot? Of, is that the definition? Uh, no, the, the Google was like, oh, it's a, it's a uh, character from the Guardians of the Galaxy oh, and Marvel. You know, so it's like no, the, the formal the in, definition. The, the in your words should have been, I am Groot. I am Groot, yes. I believe that was in the meme. Um, <laughs> but yeah, kids did all kinds of things, you know, like I think someone did um, Hulk and another one did Elmo, you know, so just like so random I'm, stuff to start. And that was... That was before he launched into the actual vocabulary that they were supposed to do. So, no, he had me come up with the vocabulary. So he's like, okay, give me some words, and he just wrote them on the board. So I just pulled out words we were happen to be working on currently that go with our social studies yeah. book. So, so then not, what, what I was wondering is, yeah. so he the way he did it, because that's like what, what I'm struggling with a yeah. little bit, is like I want to dive right into the, the content. You I'm, have to I'm resist like, I, that. I, I, I understand. I understand. Like my, my brain understands. Yeah, yeah. But you gotta resist. The it. other part of me is like I, I, I give them so much time to do other stuff anyways and to practice stuff. So yeah. I, I always go too fast. Yeah. But um, so he did it. He did like first round is just anything. Five minutes. Boom. Yes. You're done. And then second round is now we're doing it with content. Yes. But the important thing about that one too, just like a lot of them, is they actually share from their seat. So Mm -hmm. the first round, even though they made, it was kind of like, you know, do whatever you want. Um, And he kind of checked in with all the groups. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? So they made a decision. And then Mm -hmm. some groups just didn't finish because it's their first time and that's okay. And it's low cognitive. So who cares, right? He's just getting them used to it. But then we turn around, and then he had them share out, which is really, really important because then they see other kids, what they did, and they're, mm-hmm. you know, kind of explaining what they did. And mm-hmm. then right away, he launched right into content after that. So mm-hmm. in a span, so he was in my room for 40 minutes, we did two Word Up Wednesdays, and then we did basically a version of Fast and Curious. Mm-hmm. So okay. that, you know, 45 minutes, we were able to do that. So yeah. I think you could do it in a class period where you have the low cog and then you move right into content. Yeah, I'm going to try that next time when I'm when I'm doing more with it. The first mm-hmm. time I did it this year was pretty low, um, low risk stuff. So it wasn't like anything where they were like, oh, my God. So I already they've already done it once, but I've never thought about doing it like try it first and then do the content right after mm-hmm. like let's just do it again i've never done that before. that's true most of mine like all my badges this year were the introduction of those things the low cog ones where it was just mm-hmm. like no risk and they were just learning how to do the different things or even like your qr break-in where you have them like sign up for things and kind of just get used to some that's what all of mine were but then i well then what's I, what's cool weeks oh. later than i do it it doesn't work as well 
Yeah, what's cool about Word Up Wednesday is that there really are like different levels of it where mm -hmm. you can get really intense with it, where they're finding like a historical context, a modern context. Like you can really amp it up. And if you look at Ryan Stevens' original one, um, there's a lot on there. So, um, so you build, uh, um, actually it should be on Ryan's, probably somewhere his in website. Ryan's Twitter, maybe on his website. Maybe we could retweet it from RTA Alliance. Um, yeah, I will make sure you guys get a copy because people are already asking for the one Hashtag that I showed. So RTA. I will, um, put that on there. I don't think Ryan will care. Um, and then I'll find the OG for you guys. Awesome. That sounds great Some to me. Summitseeking.com. Uh, so, is website. from somebody who is so experienced and like you know on board with Edge Protocols, mm -hmm. did, was there anything that you took away, or is oh it just gosh. like okay, oh yeah, so, so give much. us like something, like one thing we can digest okay. that you took away? So he, the first thing he did was demo in eight parts, and I've done a million eight parts, right? He had the kids do it on paper because he wanted to show that a lot of these could be done on paper or digitally. Um, and he was kind of talking us through it and saying, you know, when you have them do the writing portion, don't call it a story. Just say, five, write five sentences using the words in the word bank. And he's mm -hmm. like, if you call it a story, it becomes an activity that lasts a half an hour or mm -hmm. more, you know, because it can go on forever if you're writing a story. He's like, yeah. don't call it a story. And guess what I've been doing? I've been calling it a story for the whole time. Um, <laughs> and I haven't been really true to like, you know, at the end of 10 minutes, whatever you have is what you have. And yeah. so he basically had it um, two blank eight parts, one on each side. He did two rounds in 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. and, and he it was, was really strict on his time, like 10 minutes? Really strict on minutes. his time. He's like, give me a noun. Give me another noun. And he was just like, pop, 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 pop. He's like, okay, write this down. Write down dog. Write down uh, home. Write down blah, blah, blah. And they're mm -hmm. just writing it down. They're furiously writing. And then he's like, okay, write five sentences on that using those words. And it was amazing what the kids came up with because mm -hmm. they didn't have the parameters of a story. They didn't have, it was just a bunch of words and a pic, a funny picture and they just yeah. went and it was great. That's so awesome. that was really eye opening really for good me. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. Well, how fun, how fun to have one of us, like one of our, our like, I mean, he's so awesome, right? And just have them in your class. I can't it was even it was unreal. It was like it was I was it was an out of body thing for me. I did was you get like, like a selfie know. or anything? You know what? I never did get a selfie, but oh, I took man, pictures of him while he was doing. <laughs> well, I was too busy. I was like doing all the things, you know. Maybe Photoshop while he's, later. while he's teaching, just walk yeah. up. I'll be like, like click. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> hey, look, it's Kripa. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so uh, in 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 keeping with time, here we go. Uh, smart goals, go. Smart goals, Fabian. Okay. So, uh, okay. no, I'm not smart. Uh, what do you do? There, this okay. clock is so big, it's so it's annoying, it's, it's ridiculous. Okay. It's very intense right now. Oh my gosh. I felt like I used a lot of the time. Yeah, uh, you did, 15 minutes. Um, so, currently, um, in our uh, SEL uh, uh, unit, or well, this year we kind of switched from homeroom to advisory, and in our advisory we're using like Second Step, which is an SEL um, thing and a program that we subscribe to, and we kind of like created these slides where students are supposed to create goals for themselves, and they are called SMART goals. So the SMART stands for it's an acronym. It's really it's really interesting. Um, 
and I, every time I talk to a student, I'm like, okay, so smart goals. Is so the specific? S stands for, <laughs> uh, right? So and I should know this, but uh, every time I'm like, what is oh, it? I know, I could tell you. Try it. Uh, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, timely. Close, yeah. Pretty Close. Okay. What did I miss? Specific, measurable, achievable. Oh, I said attainable. attainable. Achievable. Rea- realistic. On, Those are synonyms, guys. Yeah. Boo. Realistic and time bound. All right. So, um, we have been harping on this for like literally weeks now. We like every week they have to make a smart goal at the beginning of the week and at the end of the week they have to check in. Hey, did I reach my goal? Did I not reach my goal? And they're always like academic goals. For, first, it's like broad. Like, what is something that you want to do? that you want to achieve and so on. So the cool thing about this now is that it's part of their vocabulary. And um, anytime when I conference with my students, because I'm using um, EMC2 Learnings, uh, EMC2 Learnings, um, what is yeah, it that called? Works. That works. The, the, the Quick Check and Learner Dashboard. And we talked about the Learner Dashboard like last year. Um, and what it is, it's essentially, it's a, it's a tool for you to have students reflect on their their them being a student essentially not about their grades because it's always conversations about how are you doing as a student and they come up with goals for themselves first they they rate themselves in like different areas so i used areas like um uh, time management i think and then another one is like social collaboration another one is um work completion stuff like that And they have to like rate themselves on a scale from one to five. And then based on that, we make like a a goal. Like they come up with two goals for this unit. On how to be better students. (laughs) On how to, how to like improve in that specific area. So if they give themselves like one of them is risk taker, if they give themselves a two in that area and they're, they're super honest about it, um, then that is an area for improvement. So they, they're, they're like essentially, um, narrowing down the things that they need to work on as a person, as a student. And so um, I, I sit down with them, I talk to them for about five minutes, and we, we talk about the goals that they have. And so some of them are, like the first time they do it, they go like, I want to be a better student. I want to get better grades. It's like super like broad and not very specific. And so because of what we're doing right now in our advisory, because we have this smart thing, everybody is kind of like, oh yeah, I get it. So when I tell them, hey, no, make this a smart goal. And they're like, oh yeah. And then so they're they're transferring what they're learning in advisory to like other areas, which is really cool. And it really makes it way more specific and they can actually like make a plan for themselves much much more easily than last year is is what I'm noticing. And because I did a similar thing last year, but it was really hard for them to come up with specific goals. And so if you have risk taker and they just don't like raising their hand because they're shy, then that's something they can work on. And then they come up with things like I could raise my hand three times a week, which is specific. It's measurable. It's achievable. It's realistic and time bound. Right. So it's just really cool how we bridged this advisory thing into like my class. And how they're yeah, it's like them. working. You're like, yay, it's working. What we yeah, wanted actually, it to do is working. Exactly. <laughs> and um, I don't know if, if other teachers are doing that as well. I, I haven't talked to anybody about it, but I just know that because I do the conferencing thing, this is something that just works 
and it's really cool because they we have some really serious conversations like i have a student who um is la- has like adhd or whatever it is he's like he's just like out of his chair constantly i don't have <laughs> anybody in the in the room to support me with him and it was really cool to sit down with him um to because he's he's very aware which is really good he's very aware of like self-management is like his big deal. So all the goals that he made, first he, he went into the Google form and he gave himself fives in every area. Wow, I'm he's like, very good no, at things. <laughs> you, that's not how this works. And so he went back and he did it again. And I was like, yeah, but still there's like one where I'm like, you can't be a five right now. This is the beginning of the semester. He's like, oh yeah, okay. Went back, did it again. And then we had a conversation about it. And the goals that he made were all for self-management. And he wants to work on not interrupting as much he wants to work on working more with his peers he wants to work on like he like has specific goals in his mind already what he wants to do and so i had a really good conversation with him about all the things and was like okay these are all self-management goals so let's split this up let's say let's take two that we can combine into self-management so you're going to work in self-management and you're not going to get up as much and you're trying to work together with your team better so but we made it like specific goals. And then a second one, because I don't want him to just think like, oh, I have this mm-hmm. issue and it's all just about self-regulation, self-management, but we did something else like risk taker or whatever. So, but it was cool to see him like really calmly sit there and talk to me about this because one-on-one he's amazing. Mm-hmm. But if it's not one-on-one, he's just bouncing off the walls, like literally yeah. <laughs> bouncing off the walls. Well, even just working on it in advisory is really cool. I took a PD yeah. on SMART goals, and I didn't know. Like, I knew they existed, but I couldn't name them for yeah. sure. And then I taught – I mean, usually PDs have you teach, like, at least, like, two or three lessons to your advisory class yeah. and then have them set them. And I went, oh, like, this is really helpful. Like, it is. the measurable is probably the most. Yeah. Like, I had a student who keeps putting his head down in mm-hmm. class. And so I walked up to this is inclusion class and we've had a couple conversations. And so he came in late to class and then we sat outside and I said, Hey, like, why are you so tired today? He's like, well, I slept over at a friend's house and we went to bed at, you know, whatever time. And I, so yeah. we started, uh, I didn't realize until this conversation with you guys, but that's what I was doing. I was trying to help him make smart yeah. goals so that he could, not do that next time (laughs) actually get some sleep like make some have some boundaries but they were in my mind the smart goals i was trying to get them to be specific about what the issue was and measurable and all those kind of things and what what's really really helpful is to just so so what i noticed our students are very they are totally okay with sharing these types of goals like um at first i was like hmm i mean they're seventh graders they don't really want to share like private stuff in front of everybody and but there are some that are really like open like my whole class there's probably a good half of them are super willing to just like tell everybody what they're working on which is really good and so um just taking one of that goal uh, one of those goals and just writing it on the board and then just like okay let's pull up our our acronym here is this is this a smart goal and then we just take it apart and we rewrite it and that also helps them a lot because they're like, oh, yeah, when I say I want better grades, that's actually not a smart goal. But here here is like the time part and all of that. And it's really good. It's it's a lot of fun. And I think it helps them a lot. How so. do they physically like keep track of it? Do they have it like on an index they have a card? Journal. A journal. They have okay. a journal that they leave at school so they can't forget it. Um, and they get like every 
period we have advisory, they just get it and they can refer back to it. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool if you could bank all of them as like examples for the future. Yeah. Like mm. student made smart goals to help for every year as you roll this out. Or when a student like that self-management student can't specify, you could be like, oh, well, here's some mm-hmm. from yeah. previous. What do you think about some of these? Maybe we could try one of these. And you're like, hey, how about that one right there? <laughs> yeah. Right. I just like that. Really point to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one right here. This but one. choose any one you want. Choose but this one right this here. One. <laughs> uh, well, I think you know. I'm actually going to bring that up in my next meeting uh, with my team because we are transitioning from g- general learner outcomes to SEL in essence mm-hmm. outcomes like self awareness or self management, and so uh, it makes a lot of sense to then have these smart goals that relate to that. That would, I mean. Right? For SEL, that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's right in in what I'm doing. Do you guys do a lot of SEL, Jamie? We do, yeah. So we do um, restorative circles and Mm -hmm. uh, things like that. I feel like I kind of folded it in all day. Like, we're always talking about, like, you know, kind of their a little bit. I haven't really pulled kids back and set, like, a goal like that. I think Mm -hmm. that's a really good idea, um, especially for SEL stuff. But, yeah. yeah, no, we, we have focuses it, on that, and we have tools for self-regulation that we And especially in. you're transitioning also into um, standards-based grading, right? And, yeah. Um, you're, are, are you also transitioning into not grading or just standards-based right now? Right now it's just standards-based. I mean, I okay. have to have a set amount of things uh, in the gradebook each trimester for yeah. each of the um, standards that we've talked about or we're yeah. learning um, so I, I, ha- I can't go gradeless, um, but oh, what I really, I really <laughs> like the way uh, we've transitioned because all of the standards-based are not mm-hmm. numbers. They're all letters, so it's target, oh, below good. target, okay. or near target instead of like a one, two, three, or a four, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of neat. And then we teased out all of the academic um, behavior standards. So like mm-hmm. being able to cooperate, being able to manage time, all of those things are pulled out um, of the grade. So everything is just strictly do they, you know, in the grade part, in the academic part, it's just strictly do you know this standard or do you not? Have you mastered it or not? And then yep. the academic, like, are you, is this an area of concern for you or are you independent in this area? Or mm-hmm. what? So it's, I like having that separation. That's Our great. school just announced standard-based, which is going to be great for specifically special education, mm-hmm. and then hopefully to the whole school by next year, which I'm like, whoa, that, I mean, that's going to be a shift for a lot of teachers at my school, oh, yeah. but it's going to be so helpful. It's, uh, uh, yeah, it's yeah. a shift because we are shifted, we shifted to that, plus we have a new learning management system, mm-hmm. so throwing the LMS and... <laughs> The, uh, what, what are the you standards using? based. Uh, we used to use PowerSchool. Now we are using Aries. Aries, okay. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. So, okay, it's well, interesting. <laughs> is it my turn? I don't yeah. know. I think it might yeah, be my it turn. It is. I you have three based, minutes. Go. I got, in 40 <laughs> seconds. I, I told you it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we are trying really hard. Uh, so I uh, took a mental health day. Uh, this was maybe two weeks ago, a week ago. Uh, Mm -hmm. and I told you guys about it and I just like, I decided that last year I realized I just wasn't taking enough days. I got my sheet at the end of the year. I was like, oh my gosh, I have this many days that I could take. 
and yeah. I just never use them. And granted, you want to save them, and you don't want to like be out when you're not really needing it. But I realize that about once a month helps me to keep my wheels turning uh, because yeah. there's just so much going on. So I mine is like a PSA today of like, have you taken your mental health day today? Because well, and I, you you were off, but you actually did some work. You did not work school work. What was but I doing? Work I on being a professional, oh, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. A, I did. I caught up on a PD that I was very behind on. And, uh, yeah, that's true. I did, I did So it wasn't like you weren't, you know, growing as a, as an educator. That's true. I wasn't at the water park, although that sounds really fun right now. (laughs) I wish I had been. Uh, yeah, but, you know, just taking that day and now knowing that, like, okay, one in August, one September, in October, I need to look for that perfect day where everything lines up and it's not going to make the biggest impact on my kids, right? Because I talked to another teacher who goes, you know, just even the thought of trying to make sub plans right now stresses me out. So she's not taking, like she's she's never taking a day. And I went, oh yeah, I remember that from last year, feeling like I didn't, how could I do that? And so I've worked really hard to try and make that a goal. And it really helped. Honestly, I feel like I'm still like flying on the wings of that of that that's day. That's good. Like yeah, that's good. That's worth oh. it, right? Uh, <laughs> it is. And then the other thing I did this week, which is really fun, is I uh, I went back and I've started, uh, we do the Sumerian city, you know, the early cities, mm-hmm. and started to, that's always my Lego build. So yeah. students build the high walls and the marketplace and the, the, the narrow streets and the, the flat cool. root house and the, the um, uh, ziggurat, you know, the temple in the middle and everything. But, we kind of have been working on the blueprint of that, what well, we have been. And then today was the first day of, like, pouring out Lego pieces, <laughs> Lego bricks, in my class everywhere. And yeah. students came in so hyped. And then students that just pop into my class all day long anyways just to say hi were like, oh, I remember that. And so yeah. I, I've, I haven't had that experience a lot, especially with COVID, as, you know, that, like, students are coming back and being like, oh, I remember how awesome that was. I was like, oh, that's yeah. cool. So it's, it's really like it's really fun. There's it, something about Lego. It's yeah. just I don't know what it is. Like I'm doing something I'm doing station to station right now and one of the stations is like they have to build something with Legos like a uh, a Roman invention. Oh and yeah. It's just it's just it's amazing like how creative they are and how much fun they have and how you get like all levels involved in in that so lego builds are just incredible uh it's it's still a challenge i'm like hey you gotta have these five elements yeah yeah and they gotta be in there and you gotta be able to show me where they are so absolutely uh, it's not like a free day although it teaches itself a little bit like i'm really just coming around and helping inspire them look at their blueprints point them in the right direction Okay, well, we're down to zero, so we're out of time. I guess everybody was... No, just, <laughs> okay, that's it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's blinking at us. We must have to go. But yeah, so that's been really fun for two reasons. One is the Lego is just fun in the class, and this is the first time in the whole year I've brought them out. And then kind of the the nostalgia other students are living in of like, oh, I remember that. That's but cool. I love that I, it's, yeah. it's student-centered, though. And mm-hmm. they're creating. You're not lecturing on the Sumerian Empire. They are building something, right? Yeah. Well, I think so. I looked at them today, and I thought, "Mm, I think think it's in there somewhere. So I'm hoping day two is a lot more uh, productive. Well, that's where feedback comes in, right? You're giving (laughs) them feedback so they can, you know, improve those and make it more, you know, true to, 
history. Yeah. So just, I have I have all the Lego minifigures and all like the fish and the bread loaves and all that stuff in special bags because as soon as I let those out, I'm never getting them back. They're yeah. just going to be gone. So I hold them until they're done with most of their city. But I say, what would you put in your marketplace? And I swear a kid wanted to say iPad or something. And I'm like, no, no, no let's talk about like Sumeria. Like, <laughs> and I don't have a Lego iPad, so that's not going to work anyways. But I do have fish and I do have loaves yeah. of bread and things there like that so, and tools. So anyway, so that's what I've been doing. It's been very fun. But so cool. yeah, that's it. A yeah. uh, game. Let's you want to talk? Let's game? talk. Let's talk about a game. You have yeah. a game. Yeah, well, I what do have a game. It's actually inspired by you, Fabian. So yes, uh, oh. it's called Rhino Hero. We may have talked about it. I don't a know. Long we time. A long ago. time ago. Yeah. Uh, Rhino Hero is like Jenga but with cards. Uh, and and Jen- it's a mix between Jenga and Uno, I would say. Yeah, and there's right? a lot of strategy to it, so it's really mm-hmm. fun. Uh, you have these. Uh, these cards that fold in half and they're bendable and you have then these roof tiles that have little grayed out areas that show you where you need to be able to put these uh, walls up and you're building level after level up like a Jenga tower Mm -hmm. uh, that's not built yet that you're building yourself but then you have this little figurine and when you play this specific strategy card like called the rhino card, I think you just move the rhino to that spot, but it'll totally shift gravity and uh, yeah. wind blows or somebody bumps the table and that thing's coming down. So yeah. uh, my question for you was, how do I uh, incorporate content into a game like that? Mm. As opposed to just would, playing it for fun. I would fun. just use it as a review game. I've never used it in my classroom, but as a review game, you could totally like do that. And just say, yeah, every time you get a question right, you get to build or you get to take somebody's card or in, like something like that. Just you can make up your own rules. Yeah, as a too. team, if they can answer that question, then they could be, yeah. I mean, that could, I guess, even decide the order of who goes first. and Or they, they could decide who does not get to go this round or something like that. I used to do that with a game um, where if you did not get a question right you were the one turning cards over so you basically didn't play ah. but um you you were the the card turner while the others could play so that's one and then the other one could be you could decide who has to sit out it's somewhat so that, cooperative too which i like mm-hmm. as well because there's depending on how many roof tile or uh cards you use if you can have the whole thing be completed and ev- yeah. then everybody wins. It's like if yeah. it falls, the person who fell, they lose. Um, if uh, I think there's a couple different rules, but one of them is if you use all of the roof tiles from all the teams, then yeah. everybody wins. And I'm like, you that could also be a fun one too. Yeah. Go ahead, Jamie. Oh, I was going to say you could have little competitions with uh, your class periods too. So like mm-hmm. you could have yeah, like where one, you know, period one builds it and maybe theirs is, I don't know, 20 inches high and you keep track of that. And then the other periods are trying to beat it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. how many levels? Ooh, mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm definitely or you, use or you give them a specific height that they have to build in order to unlock something or to get item cards oh, if they yeah. get that high or something like that. Wow, you guys are good at this. It's like you've done this before, the other games. Crazy. All right, so Rhino Hero, that's the game. And I've I've had so much fun with it with my own kids at home. We play it like every night now. And I'm going to take it to school on Friday because Friday is every class period for 35 minutes. And I'm like, ooh, I know exactly what I'm going to do during that. That's it. So Rhino Hero. Yep. All right. I think we did it. 
Yeah. I don't, you took away the clock, so I don't. I, I wish we had one that counted the negative. We're like, so we're I now it's 67 minutes. Negative 14 and a half <laughs> minutes. Okay. Well, guys, we're so glad that you guys all joined us. Check us out, uh, rebelteacheralliance.com, and uh, I guess we'll see you next time. Yeah. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.